Hello there and happy Tunes Day. My name is Francis and I love music. Love it. And movies. Movies and music. And the music used in movies. And TV. I'm the friend who notices the music used in the media constantly to the point that my friends think of me immediately if and when they notice it themselves. So I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of my podcast, Needle Drops That Will Change Your Life. What is a needle drop? I'm so glad you asked. Wikipedia defines a needle drop as the use of an existing recording rather than an original score in a film. I'd also add television or honestly any other form of media, video games, movie trailers, and more. For example, any of the songs I plan to discuss on this very podcast. Why should you care about my thoughts on needle drops? Well, I'm a great person, obviously. But other than that, being a music supervisor is my dream job. But I'm stuck in Texas where there aren't a ton of opportunities for me to get into that industry. So I'm dipping my toe into the world of podcasting to discuss the incredible work that music supervisors do. What exactly do music supervisors do? Well, let me tell you. According to the Berkeley College of Music, music supervisors artfully select and license pre-existing songs and recordings for use in movies, television shows, and video games. Today, I want to start with the movie that this podcast takes its name from, 2004's Garden State, and the use of new slang by the Shins. Spoilers ahead for Garden State, one of the most iconic movies from the mid-2000s. Go watch it if you haven't. It'll change your life. No, seriously, it's on Max. You can you can watch it. HBO Max, whatever it's called now these days. Garden State is a semi-autobiographical movie written and directed by Zach Braff and was released in July 2004. It has, hands down, one of the best movie soundtracks ever, and I'd be willing to bet that if you ask any millennial, it would be in their top 10 favorite soundtracks. The soundtrack even won a Grammy for Best Compilation Soundtrack Album for a Motion Picture, Television, or Other Visual Media in 2005. The album has sold over 1.3 million copies and has been certified as platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. That's how good it is, guys. So who are the music supervisors? Amanda Dem, or Demi, her last name is spelled D-E-M-M-E, Uh, She was previously a music supervisor, obviously. She is now a photographer. Um, IMDb has a quote saying Amanda was a veteran music supervisor responsible for such groundbreaking soundtracks as 2004's Grammy award-winning Garden State and Mean Girls, also released in 2004 from The Hollywood Reporter. She worked on over 30 film and television productions between 1993 and 2007, including Mean Girls in Garden State, as well as Blow from 2001, Aaron Brockovich from 2000, and Freaks and Geeks, a show from 1999. Zach Braff obviously wrote and directed the movie, but he was also very, very involved in picking the songs for the soundtrack. He's quoted to IGN as saying he basically made a mixed CD with all the music that he felt was scoring his life at the time that he was writing the screenplay. When he reached out to some of the artists about using their music, their estimates were quite large. But Zach Braff showed them the sequences of the film that their work would be used with, with every request. And the artists or their estates were generous enough to work within their budget. 
Commenting on the soundtrack's importance to the film, Sponic Zine wrote, Braff did a masterful job of choosing songs that exemplified the emotional subtleties in the film. He put together a group of songs that complement each other perfectly and when put together into one album, create something amazing, almost as if they never should have been apart. So what do we know about the artist outside of the needle drop? The Shins are an indie rock band from New Mexico, now based in Portland, Oregon. They were formed in the mid-1990s. Band frontman James Mercer said that the band uh, was named The Shins after the family in the musical The Music Man, which is uh, Mercer's father's favorite. New Slang, as well as Caring is Creepy, which is also featured in Garden State, are from The Shins' debut album, Owen Birded World, in 2001. The song was initially a, quote, stealth hit, helping O Inverted World move over 100,000 copies within the first two years, which is really remarkable for an independent label. Sub Pop had hoped the record would sell 10,000 copies, so it sold 10 times the number they thought. So who are the characters that we will be discussing from the movie? Zach Braff plays Andrew Largeman who is a 26-year-old struggling actor in L.A. working at a Vietnamese restaurant. After his mother dies, Andrew returns home to New Jersey for her funeral and to talk to his father about his mental health treatment. Andrew's mom was a paraplegic after an accident involving a broken dishwasher door latch when he was nine, and she apparently drowned in the bathtub. Andrew's father is played by Ian Holm, and he is a psychiatrist, and he holds his wife's accident against Andrew to the point that he diagnosed him with anger issues and, and loaded him up on a ton of medication starting at age nine. Natalie Portman plays Sam, who's epileptic and a liar, and they meet in a neurologist office in New Jersey. And finally, rounding out the characters we'll discuss is Mark, one of Andrew's friends from high school before he was sent to boarding school. And Mark is played by Peter Sarsgaard, and he works at the cemetery as a grave digger. So what do we know about the characters to the point in the story where the needle drop occurs? Andrew hasn't been home to see his parents in nine years. Uh, following the funeral, Andrew goes into his dad's office to get advice on lightning headaches that he's been experiencing. And Andrew's dad is like, oh, you can go see this neurologist in my office. He'll, he'll get you fixed up. Andrew reconnects with Mark after his mother's funeral and goes to a party with a bunch of high school buddies where he gets drunk and high and passes out on the couch. He wakes up in the morning, balls is scrawled Cross his forehead. And yes, that is uh, Sheldon Cooper in a knight's costume, speaking Klingon and sleeping with Mark's mom. Real weird, fun things that happen when you live in a small town. Andrew realizes he's running late for his neurologist appointment and he gets to the neurologist office where a service dog for another patient starts humping Andrew's leg while this owner pays no attention to it, a girl across the waiting room laughs as Andrew tries to shoo the dog away. Recognizing Andrew from one of his massively successful acting credits, 
playing a special needs football player. The girl walks over and strikes up a conversation with him. This is really the only part of the movie that hasn't aged super well. There are a couple other instances, but this is like the most glaring. Uh, Natalie Portman's character throws the R word around super casually, like five to 10 times in maybe five minutes. It's real awkward. Not great. Very 2004. The girl has on headphones and is listening to music. Andrew asks her what she's listening to, and she says, What are you listening to? The Shins. You know him? No. Gotta hear this one song. They'll change your life, I swear. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to, uh, I feel like more recent. Conundrum. I think you could, uh, maybe listen while you could. Yeah. headphones on him and that is when we hear the first verse of the shins where the girl watches him very intently he takes the headphones off while they continue to talk before andrew is called back and officially introduce themselves as he walks off to his appointment and her name is sam andrew's been on a ton of antidepressants since he was nine or ten years old this is the first time since then, so in 16 years, that he is completely unmedicated and he left all the medications in L.A. while he's in New Jersey. Andrew's psychiatrist is his own father is when we really find that out. And the neurologist tells Andrew that his father should know better and that he should find a new psychiatrist and figure out if he really needs all of the medication he's on. Uh, says Andrew looks fine otherwise, but wants to perform an MRI just in case to make sure that the lightning headaches are nothing serious. As Andrew uh, goes into the MRI machine, new slang picks up. We see that Andrew is covered in Sharpie scrawlings across his body from passing out the night before. Not, not a great look. <laughs> so how does the song relate to the characters in the movie? Several theories float around the internet about what the song is really about, but one that sticks out to me and personally resonates with me uh, is a dislike or hatred of your hometown for one reason or another. Andrew and his father clearly do not get along, so he hasn't been home in nearly a decade. There's also a line about being happier with no mindset. And that could reference how happy Andrew's family appeared prior to his mother's accident, as well as how carefree children typically are in childhood, all that good stuff. Other theories say the song is about the one who got away, which leans into the movie's ending when Andrew begins to leave for L.A., leaving Sam in the airport. 2021 was when the 20th anniversary of O Inverted World uh, was celebrated and in an article with Billboard, 
James Mercer reflects on the song's meaning. Quote, everyone goes through a period of time. If you do live in that sort of smaller community, you kind of feel trapped. Albuquerque became the symbol of my stagnant situation in life. In the line, new slang when you notice the stripes, what are the stripes? Mercer told Billboard, prison stripes, when you notice the things that are permanent parts of your personality that you'll forever deal with, was my thought. Personally, I can relate to that. I grew up in a smaller community, especially compared to where I live now. I went to private school on top of that. And, um, you know, who you are when you're five is kind of who you are forever. Um which is unfortunate because we are growing and evolving humans. So I definitely, definitely relate to Mercer's thoughts on that. So how did the needle drop affect the song and the artist? The features in Garden State brought mainstream attention to the shins and the proof is in the pudding. Oh, Inverted World, their first album peaked on the Billboard 200 at 168. And their third album, which came out after Garden State, Wincing the Night Away in 2007, peaked at number two. The film, quote, changed everything for the group, leading to their first two albums selling more than twice what they had prior to the film's debut. Quote, almost overnight, the Shins became indie rock icons, wrote Robert Levine of Spin. Mercer said, we saw a change in our audience by the time we were done touring for the group's uh, second album, Shoots Too Narrow, there was this new interest. We toured again almost as the soundtrack to that movie, and colleges were all of a sudden interested in us playing on their campuses. We wanted to consummate the new relationship by touring and having a relationship with them. I mean, it just kept growing. And this additional exposure helped O Inverted World move half a million more units in the U.S., Other media the song has been used for, uh, they actually, prior to Garden State, uh, the Shins' uh, new slang was featured in a McDonald's commercial during the 2002 Winter Olympics. And a lot of their fans at the time thought they were sellouts for allowing this to happen. However, the royalties earned from that commercial allowed the band's frontman, James Mercer, to buy a home. And it also allowed the band to move uh, to Portland, Oregon, finance a tour. And in Portland, uh, they were able to build a basement studio and record their second album, Shoots Too Narrow. So not exactly a sellout if it continues the band's longevity. Uh, Following Garden State, it was also featured in Scrubs, which is Zach Braff's show as well as other TV shows like The Sopranos, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Newlyweds Nick and Jessica, For the People, and The Politician. Wide variety of shows. It was also featured in the movie The Last Laugh. Uh, The Shins were invited to perform on SNL in 2007, even though the song was six years old at the time. They were asked to perform it. Uh, James Mercer was kind of disappointed that the show's producers asked them to perform New Slang, since the song was six years old at the time, but he decided not to fight the decision because he didn't want the Shins to not be invited back. He had heard of that happening to other artists and was not about that. In another episode of Saturday Night Live, hosted by Zach Braff, 
Uh, Braff played a high school student in a skit where various high school interest groups were attempting to select a theme for senior prom. Zach Braff's character suggested a Garden State theme because the soundtrack, quote, changed his life. But the prom committee described it as a, quote, pitchfork mix CD. Braff's character replies that he happens to know that those songs were very carefully chosen, but nevertheless, the idea is quickly dismissed. He then puts on headphones and new slang by the shins plays over the scene. I know this was super short, guys, but that's all I've got for today. Thanks for sticking with me. Um, This is the first episode. I hope to have guests on in the future. Obviously, hope to have longer episodes for you in the future. Um, But I am so excited about this new um, adventure that I'm going on uh, with this podcast. And I hope you will join me next time when I geek out over another needle drop. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Needle Drops Podcast and tell your friends about the show. Leave me a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice if you are so inclined and let me know how much you love the Garden State soundtrack. This podcast is hosted, produced, and edited by me, Francis. Social media support also provided by me. Thank you for listening, and please don't forget to share needle drops that will change your life with someone in your life that you think would appreciate it. Thanks, and see you next time.